Greetings, comrades. Welcome to episode 21 of Dying Scene Radio. I am one of your hosts, Anarcho Punk. With me, as always, is my hetero life mate, Mr. Bobby Burns. Say hi to the nice <laughs> listeners, Bob. How you doing, everybody? Uh, today, we actually have a special surprise for you guys. Not only is it going to be just Bob and I, uh, we got such a great response from everyone after our uh, last episode where we had on a guest host. Uh, that episode, it was Jenna Enemy from the Von Tramps. Uh, but we had really positive feedback. So we said we were going to try and get some more guest hosts on. And we duped Chris Fox into joining us for this episode. Say howdy, Mr. Fox. Howdy. Mr. Fox. <laughs> there you go. See, you get it. Bob's always slow. He doesn't get it. He won't even say howdy. I've been trying for three years to get him to say howdy. He won't do it. I think I said it once. Um, so, um, <laughs> yes. So, welcome to the show, Chris. Thank you for uh, joining us. How have you been, Thank buddy? Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm doing all right, you know, hanging in there. Good. Uh, like I'm glad else. to hear it. 
And uh, throughout the show, we're going to get to know you a little bit more. Uh, through our combined might on this episode, we're going to be bringing you some of the noteworthy scene news from the last couple of weeks that you were probably too lazy to read, and playing some fantastic new music from emerging artists that you were probably too lazy to discover. Uh, much like our intro song for this episode from Peoria, Illinois, that was Must Build Jacuzzi, which I think is... Uh, pretty badass name um the song title was smoke rings and the track was from the 2018 lp last place um anybody get the reference what's must build jacuzzi anybody i have no idea i thought you uh were drunk or really high when you were typing it in Uh, well i was but i'm pretty sure i got it right yeah no Um, you definitely did i looked up the song and that is the name of the band must build jacuzzi which i agree with by the way Yes, I think I should. A slogan I can I've get behind. I've got a sauna. I've got a sauna, no jacuzzi. Nice. That's <clears throat> um, a good start. They were, yeah. they were an interesting band to, to start with right off the bat because in the last episode we had um, Millington, which was that kind of pop punkish emo ska band. Um, and I yeah. had really <laughs> never, like the song that I picked was kind of um, more ska friendly and pretty standard. But if you listen to the rest of the album, I'm like emo ska is a thing. And then you started off with this. I'm like emo ska is a thing. Like other bands yeah. are doing it <laughs> and they even get a little bit, bit more screamo than emo towards the end of that song there. So um, it's a thing. I, I don't know how I feel about it yet. It's growing on me. I don't hate it, um, it's, but it's just um, two things that I haven't really ever put together in my life i don't know like i'm thinking maybe it's like the fourth wave ska is that where we are now fourth wave apparently are we up to fifth wave i don't know sure <laughs> it's whatever wave you want um yeah no like bob was saying the reason i kind of led with that song i liked it uh because it had a little bit of everything in that one song it was like all yeah. uh, encapsulated in one song all of their talent in one song it was uh ska it was punk it was melodic har- hardcore it was uh, you know just i think i heard a little bit of like heavy metal in there there's some pretty trippy guitar riffs uh fucking great album all around um I said we are going to be playing new music. That album was actually from 2018, but uh, it was in the inbox. It was just really low. It's also new enough. New enough. Let's go with that. Um, So uh, now's the time, my favorite part of the show, where we shoot a little bit of shit before we uh, get into some music. And uh, normally it's pretty boring because I just have to talk to Bob, but now I get to talk to Chris. <laughs> Thanks. So I'm pretty sure he doesn't really have anything to say either. Cause um, Chris, have you left the house much over the past, what, two months? Not really. Um, I've been hiking a bunch in the park that's behind my house, but that's about it. Where do you live at? That's about it. I live in Reno, Nevada. Okay. Uh, what's the, the park yeah. behind your house? Uh, it's called hidden Valley park and there's just a bunch of like mountains and hills to roam around in. Big national yeah, national park or federal or uh, it's just I think it's a county or county, county park, park okay. or yeah cool um, city city park maybe I don't know yeah but yeah just uh, been roaming around the mountains looking for whatever's up there is it pretty hot and out there was, right now or what uh, it's been warmer this week but today is nice and it's cooler and windy yeah but I did not go on a hike today because <laughs> I'm filming or recording this yes, instead so. awesome. And um, is that the same park? Uh, we'll go ahead and, and talk about it now. I saw that you were uh, a field correspondent for the newest episode <laughs> of um, what? Is, well, go ahead. You talk about it. Was that the park that you were in? What was it? The, yes. The, the loudest folk. 
Loud as Folk. Uh, Loud as Folk is a monthly, well, when shows are actually happening, <laughs> they do a monthly showcase of songwriters. Um, my friend Spike has been doing it for many, many years. Um, but since shows stopped, he started, he moved it online, and we've been doing um, like online TV episodes. Yeah, it's kind of like a news, a cheesy newscast. Like, <laughs> this this current, the latest episode was. Uh, there's been different themes for each episode, um, but yeah, yeah, we did a, a cheesy newscast. We had all kinds of insane, uh, cool guests. We had um, Stacy D, Jenny mm-hmm. Cotterill, Lynn Lee, all from Bad Cop, Bad Cop. Uh, we had Brendan from Mercy Music. Mercy Music, who are just a fantastic band from Las Vegas. Um, if you haven't heard their latest record, it's been one of my favorites for the past year or so mm-hmm. since I saw them um, in Reno. What was the band for that last one? And they're called Mercy Music. Mercy Music. Uh, really, really, really wonderful band. We might have played them on here before. I can't remember. I know I've heard it, them before, and they are really good. Very talented. Yeah, yeah, super good songwriting. Yeah. Um, let's see, who else did we have? We had Wanchi from Zeta, who are an amazing band from Venezuela by way of Miami now. Um, let's see, Yotem Ben Horan from Useless ID played a song. Uh, we had Ian Cook from Larry and S. Flask. Just the lineup on this latest one was, was incredible, especially for fans of punk rock. I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. And our good friend John Underwood played that's we right john forget. underwood was there can't forget mr underwood uh, playing all the instruments at the same playing time everything he could get his <laughs> fucking hands on <laughs> yeah he's awesome if you haven't checked him out um john underwood band camp or whatever internet yeah i think he's john finally starting to get com. he's starting to embrace social media a little bit more <laughs> yeah yeah he's been doing a lot of live streaming as well um, yeah which is great and uh, you've also been doing some live streams from your van, which you're recording from your van right now, but you've also been doing some live streams, um, seems like pretty regularly, like once a week, once every yeah, couple. Yeah, something like once a week. Um, yeah. yeah, the idea was to, well, obviously just to keep playing music and like exercise that um, part of my life, you know, so it doesn't just go away because... Um, you got to keep up on playing music yeah. to be any good at it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's 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 really it's actually kind of fun and nice just to get you know to play some tunes. Um, but yeah, I'm, I've been recording them all and putting them on YouTube after the fact with better audio. And ultimately, I'm going to compile them into a live record. Live record. Live. Live from the van. <laughs> <laughs> live on the internet. In the van. Um, yeah. Yes, I've been um, trying to chime in every once in a while uh, whenever I, I see you on. But it's, uh, it is spot. Yeah, right? I've know. been trying to catch. There's so many shows now that you know you have access to. I kind of float around and bounce between shows sometimes. It's kind of it's kind of fun when you can't go to a real show. You have to yeah. find things that uh, <laughs> kind of yeah, make you Yeah, some days you're like, whoa, it. there's like six streams happening. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's like you're at a festival and you have to like run from stage to stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so I upgraded my internet just so I could support more um, more streaming music, and now my internet's slower. 
<laughs> Gotta love Xfinity. it. Xfinity. Um, so, Bobbert, what about you? I know we pro- none of us have really been doing much, so I figure we could probably just go around the horn and talk about how uh, boring we've been and how we haven't left the house in months. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Did, um, I know last time we, we talked to you, you had uh, gotten called back off a of furlough. Is that still, um, like, are you still working or was that just kind of yes. like a short term? No, I, I am okay. still working and um, probably will continue working uh, until things are, are back to regular. So that's nice. Um <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, I did get in probably two live concerts, maybe three. Um, but that was like two weeks ago or maybe three weeks ago since we did the last episode. One of my friends, uh, Dan the Man, uh, he's in a band called the Silent Treatment Band. The Silent Treatment Band. Um, and they're like country punk um and uh okay. he uh cool. yeah he did a bunch of covers and he's like he's got a really crusty crust punk sounding voice um and so he just did an acoustic show um and then a memorial show for one of his friends uh casey who passed away last year and um uh that was pretty emotional so <laughs> um but uh it was uh it was it was really fun to log on i think that was probably one of the first shows i did and then i have another one planned for tonight we'll see if i'm able to make it um anthony green from uh circus survive and seosin is is doing some acoustic stuff um okay and uh i'm like oh I'll, i guess i'll i'll check that out um oh you know what else i did i watched the the post malone nirvana tribute did either of you guys watch that I haven't Fuck. checked it out yet. Fuck no. Um, I've heard actually good. I, I keep hearing good things about it. I, and, I, know. So I don't know anything about Post Malone other than a friend sent me a song two yeah, years ago. Are. And I'm like, this is this is not my cup of tea. It was an acoustic song. Um, and I know he does like hip hop stuff and writes with Justin Bieber or something. Um, and I, I am a Nirvana fan. Um, and... Uh, they played with Travis Barker, and so uh, as as soon as they started, uh, I mean, I was just blown away. I mean, he full-on went and put on the dress along with uh, a few of the other guys that he was playing with, um, and uh, he was just smoking and drinking the whole time, but his voice killed it. I did not expect it. Apparently, after I did some research, and he used to be in like a, a metalcore band um, before this as a guitar player. Uh, and so, um, but I, I was blown away by his voice. Um, AP, I don't think you like Nirvana, but, uh, Chris Fox, if you like Nirvana, I would, I would say check it out. I thought it was really good. Nirvana is like the reason I picked up a guitar as a kid, you know? So I, you've heard good things like after this, do it. Like I kind of got the chills during the first song and they picked a lot of like songs that you wouldn't normally pick. Sweet. Yeah. I do love Travis Barker's drumming too. What was that? Was that the same thing that the the guy, what was it, the a singer from like a butt rock band or something that butchered one of the songs? <laughs> Puddle of mud. Oh, Puddle that, of mud. That was terrible. So bad, was that? dude. I I watched it and I'm like, this isn't real. Someone had to like have dubbed it over this, making fun yeah, of it was the like band. One of those shreds videos. I, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, I watch the fish shreds video all the time. I don't know if you've seen that one. I like Creed shreds. Creed shreds is good. Um, That's too funny. Yeah, it was. It literally was just like that. It was that bad. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, I was surprised that it got released. Yeah, (laughs) right. Seriously, I can't believe someone gave up the okay afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you can like see the like the other musicians like just staring at the guy like, <laughs> "What are you doing?" Yeah, 
Well, but to be honest, it was probably good for him. When was the last time Puddle of Mud was in the news? I've that's true. Never even heard a Puddle Any of Mud news song is that good I know. News, right? Yeah. yeah, I'm sure they'll take it. Um, so, <laughs> what else, Bob? Nothing. Did you ever get back to your projects? I know you had to put some on hold. Homeowner yeah. now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, slowly but surely, we're doing some of them. I released the other podcast. I think we're like five episodes deep. I got to release one of them after this. Uh, and yeah, it's going well, slow, but steady. I think we're averaging like 20 or 30 downloads an episode right now. Um, nice. Right and off the bat. what was that? What is, what is it called again? I Wayward Weekly. the name of it. There you go. I knew and, it was something like that. And it's, uh, you know, really more about like politics and, um, social issues and stuff. The guy I do it with is, uh. Um, so he's a doctorate of law or some shit. I don't know what he, he calls himself, um, but he just took the bar. So he'll be uh, a lawyer soon. And um, I like how I like how on his other podcast, he hangs out with lawyers on this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he hangs out with straight up trash. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, look, it's about logic. And if you're a smart person, then it's good. And, you know, you've got some logic. You've got, uh, you know, uh, a good head on your shoulders. You know how to think straight. You don't spew a bunch of bullshit that doesn't make any sense and that's what's important to me so eh, sometimes i do we'll see <laughs> um yeah so um i haven't really done anything i um did a little bit of a, a home improvement project i actually just paid some actually to saw I'm... a picture of you doing something and yeah. i was surprised i was like holy shit yeah no i'm i'm pretty uh, i'm pretty worthless when it comes to that so i i just pay people to do it yeah uh, which is like my solution for everything these days I'm, i'll just pay somebody to do it i don't give a fuck so i paid somebody to do it he made me do a little work because he was like this is ridiculous you can do this job <laughs> yeah. like i'm gonna leave you my tools over the weekend when i come back on monday i want this done because you're not paying me to do it <laughs> i was like okay cool um so yeah i did that um you ripped up the, the floors um, right like in the bathroom or some shit yeah j no just around the front door okay. uh, here in denver we tend to track in a lot of snow and it was warping the uh wood yeah. floors by the door so i just ripped them up and left bare concrete it looks pretty industrial yeah <laughs> i don't know looks i don't like know brewery. shit about yeah i don't know shit about houses i figured it's um it's utilitarian that's really all i care about yeah um, but the, the highlight really, I think since last time, um, was, uh, remember I, uh, we did get, um, one of Spike's songs on last episode. He sent an yeah. email with a, a list of songs. Yep. Um, and, um, I got to the bottom of the email cause the first, I think the first song that he had emailed me on that, that list, um, was the one I went with because it was really good. Uh, and this episode I was gonna, I was scrolling through that email for, for number one, fans spikes pick of the episode and i uh, scrolled to the bottom and i noticed that he had wrote a little um message saying that a love he, he letter likes if both you will. Of us. he likes he likes bob he likes me um but he likes me better because i'm cooler those were his <laughs> exact words like i didn't i had no influence uh over this so uh just so everybody knows I am definitely the cooler of the two. As long as he doesn't hate me, I'm happy. Yeah, well, uh, most people do. So. <laughs> right, that's definitely why. a little yeah. bit, a little bit ahead of the curve with Spike. Yeah, yeah I've got it's only one. Because he doesn't Kenny. know you too well. If you know, if you get to know him, you'll hate him. Trust. Me. Um, um, you also uh, sort of. <clears throat> uh, released your identity. Are we, are we releasing that on here? Oh, yeah. I mean, nobody gives a shit. Everybody already knows who I am. I just, I, I haven't posted Instagram I mean, in a while. I got to kind of keep the traffic going. So I just posted a, a picture. I, I was up on the roof with my wife uh, one day 
Uh, and it was a kind of a nice day. It was the first nice day in a while. So we were up there just drinking, hanging out on the roof. Um, and I got a new fisheye lens that I wanted to play with. So we were playing with it, and she got a good picture. So I figured, why not? Everybody knows what I look like. I mean, anyway. but ever since I met you, that's been a thing. I mean, whenever I remember taking uh, photos of you um, at the Rotten Blue Menace show and, you know, getting yeah. getting yeah. your, uh, your uh, what do you call it, luchadore? I don't know what it's yeah, called. Yeah, the luchador mask. Yeah. Luchador yeah. mask. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I like this guy, but he's a little weird. And uh, now here we are doing a podcast. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, that was like, you know, your your thing. And so I feel like you're departing from an identity that uh, I've come to know and begrudgingly love. Yeah, well, I'll still wear the mask when I'm doing you, Bob. <laughs> Uncalled for. Um, also, <laughs> does this mean I, I have to continually edit your name out of episodes when somebody accidentally drops it? Yeah, still no no names. That's oh, all good okay. without names. Okay. Nobody needs my name. <laughs> if you know me, you know me. It's fine, but no need to release names and everything. That's nah. I'm good with that. Plus, I hate my name. <laughs> um, yeah. So other than you have that, a good last name, though. I gotta say, I must say, it's good not qu- it's not quite as good as yours. But you wear it. Uh, <laughs> you wear your name a lot better than I do mine. Um, yeah, so other than just pouring over the email, I swear to God, I read that email about five or six times. I oh, went I and told all of my neighbors. Yeah. I read it to my, all of my neighbors. I printed it off and knocked on all of my neighbors' doors. and t- I said, dude, Framed you got to fucking hear this. So about the only other thing that I've been doing outside of reading emails, uh, love emails from fans, uh, is, and I'm sure you guys have seen it on Instagram, uh, our buddy Jay Stone has been doing a lot of uh, live instagram interviews yeah that's right i don't know how i have no clue how he does it he interviewed dave yeah the first one he did just like as a practice he was like yeah i'm just gonna interview him because if it fucks up i don't care i do Um, i was jealous i'm like dave doesn't want to come on our podcast but he'll do instagram live with jay (laughs) fucked up we don't we don't want that square on this fucking podcast um yeah but the interviews have been really um pretty good and i don't i've I've been enjoying them i want to know how he does them he he asked, you know, like if we wanted to kind of get in on it, I was like, I can't wrap my head around that. But, um, he, um, Jay's up in the Northeast. So he's, uh, got a lot of friends in bands, like in the Boston area. Um, so he's been interviewing, um, uh, quite a few, uh, people, but he interviewed, uh, Michael Caine from Michael Caine in the morning afters, uh, Rob Rufus, uh, author of the new novel, the vinyl underground drummer, uh, drummer for blacklist Royals and the bad signs. Um, then he's also interviewed a couple members of Rebuilder. Rebuilder, who are uh, pretty, I think we've had them on the show before too. They're pretty fucking badass, man. Yeah, um, good and band. then um, he's also, uh, probably by the time this airs, it'll be um, up. Uh, he's uh, interviewing Eric Mueller, Eric Skippy Mueller of Pirates Press. So uh, cool. head over to Instagram while we're trying to keep some traffic uh, going there while there's no shows because Instagram is really uh, just our, our show photography, so it's pretty useless right now. Uh, so head over there. We're trying to drive a little bit of traffic, and there's some pretty cool interviews from uh, people that are cooler than me and Bob. You get to hear other people interview. <laughs> uh, I think that's good. That's what I like hearing. Maybe we uh, could get Jay on our podcast and interview him since Dave won't do it. 
Maybe. I bet you he has a field recorder. Yeah. Uh, nobody wants Dave on here. Jay's cooler. Yeah, we'll Jay, interview like the said, Jay's interview. the one that gets us into shows. So. That's true. Uh, let's do that. We can do that. Okay. Um, but that's all we've been doing. I know we're pretty fucking boring. So let's go on to something that's not boring. Uh, some fucking kick-ass music. Let's kick off this first block of music like we always do with Boss Man Dave's solid gold lock of the episode. This is Stuck Lucky with Living Ghost. Lucky with Living Ghost. Um, they, uh, it's Bob's favorite. Bob hates split albums. Uh, but <laughs> that was uh, a split album with Stuck Lucky and Still Alive. Um, and that whole album fucking rips. So good job. Yes. Stuck good job, Lucky is a fantastic quote, unquote, Dave. Yeah, you're living a lie, AP. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> I had nothing to do with that choice. <laughs> For, for all intents and purposes, um, Chris Fox is going to be playing the part of Boss Man Dave for this episode. Uh, good pick, <laughs> Boss Man Dave. Uh, no, those Thanks. guys are from Nashville, Tennessee. And, um, you know, I was thinking on this episode as I went through and did the layout, our, our bands are usually a little bit um, more globalized in yeah. this episode. We've got a lot of United States-based bands this episode. We also have a lot of um, ska this episode. Don't uh, You know, that's Chris's fault. You shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't um, uh, offend our guest. I'm um, not mad about I, it at all. No, I, we're I, talking I, about you know the fourth wave and everything. Just gotta. F- we're bringing the, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's act like let's act like we planned it, 
and say that we're kind of bringing in the four, we're ushering in the fourth wave of ska with episode 21 of Dinosaurs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we're on the cutting edge. <laughs> on Wikipedia in 2040, it will be the fourth wave or fifth wave, whatever this is. Whatever one Began it is. <laughs> coronavirus 2020 with the 21st episode of Dying Scene Radio. <laughs> All right, let's keep the train rolling. Uh, next up, I alluded to it earlier. Uh, number one fan Spike sent in an email a few weeks ago with a whole bunch of songs. This is another one of his uh, hand-picked, curated songs. I think we're saying curated these days. Uh, so this is Spike's curated song of the episode. Uh, this is Catch and Release from Single Mothers. I can't wrap my head Some fucking hardcore out of London, Ontario. That was Single Mothers with Catch and Release. Uh, that is from the deluxe version of Through a Wall, which was originally released back in 2018. And uh, the coolest thing I thought about that one, I don't know if you guys um, checked out their, their Facebook page, uh, but their description says, with a rotating cast of musicians centered around a now sober ex-gold prospector, Drew Thompson, Single Mothers has evolved into an art project and collective rather than a typical band, with 20-plus members in and out. Each <laughs> record has a different lineup. Bigger band than we normally play, but I figure that warrants a little discussion. <laughs> what do you think about a different lineup for every single album that you released? And what's up? Uh, can you make a living prospecting gold? That seems... A little outdated? Someone has to, I guess, because they still need to find it. But um, <clears throat> I don't know. I think that's what keeps them interesting if you listen to their records. <laughs> what was that? I think you just worked for a cash for gold. Uh, <laughs> you know, that, like, <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. It's <laughs> uh, yeah. just a fancy it. way of saying uh, yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> like a custodial engineer? Exactly. Like yeah. <laughs> You're from Reno. You've learned how to sell yourself. <laughs> There's a lot of gold in these hills. 
apparently, apparently. Um, I I don't know. The idea of the rotating lineup is is interesting. Their albums are all very different if you listen to them. Mm-hmm. Um, they have their 2004 uh, 14 album. I can't remember what it's called right now. And then. Um, uh, double whatever from 2017 that was actually in my top 10 of, of that year um, and then this album which didn't make it but would have had I just got into it more I had their 2017 album stuck in rotation and and then I listened to it I'm like gosh they really changed and then after like a year I'm like it was it was a good change it was a cool change so um, I know a lot of bands will bands I should say individuals who kind of run a band um, will do those types of things to keep the band fresh and interesting and um I mean, I don't know how I feel about it under a single band name. I kind of think that sucks for the people who started the band with that person. But I mean, for the listeners, it's good. You get, you know, uh, a band that doesn't get stuck in the same rut of making the same music over and over and over. Well, that makes sense. What about you, Mr. Fox? Uh, I don't know. I think it's an interesting approach. If there's just the one main songwriter, then, um, you know, finding the people who are right to play those songs at that time isn't a bad thing uh the only example that comes to mind is frank zappa yeah he often would have different groups uh just based on the album he wanted to make at the time so i don't know i think it could work um i like playing with the same people all the time though but you're in a bunch of different bands aren't you that's true yes (laughs) what what are all your bands nine nine bands what are all your bands Um, so Chris Fox, Boss's daughter. Boss's daughter, Vampirates, Suck a Punch, Twelve Gauge Facelift, The Randy Savages. Oh, I saw you with Rotten Blue Menace in Palmdale, California, with AP. Fuck yeah! Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who, Good who to else? see you again. Uh, I thought you looked familiar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the glasses I, are wait, not hang there. On. <laughs> no, <he's> gonna, <laughs> um, I can I can get go. part of the way there. There we go. Yes. Just, now just now <laughs> it's all coming together. <laughs> My macho man uh whatever this thing he's is. He's donning the, the fluorescent green i have to uh, say you guys macho man headband (laughs) it doubles as my covid mask nice it's kind of nice yeah coming in handy now you guys were a ton of fun Um, to watch by the way (laughs) thank you um it's a lot of fun to play in that band um Uh, i can imagine who else let's see i did a project called this band fucking rules um it's it will live again at some point, but we did a song a day for a week wow. and then recorded, we played a show on Saturday and then recorded all the songs on Sunday. Wow. Sounds like a pain in the ass, honestly. Um, that was actually a lot of fun. <laughs> um, and like, it was cool because like, there were no rules to the songwriting. So like, for a while we were just like, everybody gets a solo in every song, yeah. uh, just to like get comfortable playing together, yeah. you know? <laughs> Um, so why do you then, instead of having one project and rotate members, have nine different bands? That's uh, a weird question. I mean, wouldn't you feel uh-huh. bad about like <laughs> kicking people out of the band and being like, I'm going to get somebody else? Like, I feel like bands are like marriages and people get jealous and, you know, like you're probably sure. doing it with a lot of your friends and you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. 
Yeah, I mean, well, Vampirates, I've been in that band since I was 18, and um, I'm 36 now. And uh, it's, you know, those two dudes have been my best friends forever. So that's not going to change. Yeah, I don't know. We just kind of like, we found the right dudes to make the right bands, I think. And it's a, a lot of them just have longevity. Like we, none of my bands have been through major member changes or anything like that. Right. And you don't feel like um, kicking the Randy savages. Out. Actually the savages is one of those bands that we've kind of had a rotating cast. Yeah. Um, it's more Jesse and Nick. It's their project. And I just kind of play when I can. Yeah. And, um, Jamie, our drummer for boss's daughter plays drums on, some of the shows but not all of them and it's just yeah so it's like whoever wants to dress up like macho man at the time <laughs> basically and doesn't everybody want to dress up as macho man I, I find it hard to believe somebody would turn that down <laughs> yeah 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 it's a good time <laughs> it's always a good time that's um mrs anarcho punks one of it, mrs anarcho punks favorite bands is uh the randy savages i've uh awesome walked in a few times with her jamming out there should savages. be some new music coming from the savages this year oh, sometime. Fuck. All right. Awesome. So that's yeah. an exclusive. <laughs> that's an exclusive. Dying scene first. <laughs> that's right. Um, Sorry, Jesse and Nick. I announced it. <laughs> so there's only like three people that listen to this anyway. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Uh, all right. Let's move things along. Uh, Mayfield, New York natives. Totally gnarly sent in uh, an email a few, uh, probably a few months ago at this point, asking us to check out their new full length, Tales from the Ripped. I did, and I decided I was going to put a song on there. All right. Episode 21, just for them. This one's Common Ground.
What are we calling that one, Bob? Uh, power pop, I think. Chris, you weigh in on this. You're smarter than us. Power poppers, totally gnarly. Common ground is the name of the track from the 2019 full length Tales from the Ripped. I, as far as genre goes, I just kind of look at music as if it's good or bad. I yeah. don't really care. <laughs> what I don't even it know is. if it's power pop. I don't know. But it was good. It, it was, was good. <laughs> yeah. There's, um, uh, it's, I think it's a, a shorter full length. I can't remember it. Maybe like 10 songs. Um, and of course they're fast, so it's not a very long one, but, um, it's very enjoyable. It goes quick listening, listening through it. Um, so, uh, yeah, from up, I guess upstate New York, I assume anything that's not New York city is upstate New York. <laughs> I don't know. Where, I have no clue where the fuck Mayfield, New York. I is. think that's accurate. I don't know. Yeah. I live in Reno. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. I had um, actually told these guys because I, I try and send bands, um, you know, a little follow up. If they send in an email and we play them on the show, I try and send something later saying, oh, yeah, you were on the last episode. Here's the link. Uh, I don't always get around to it because I'm a busy man. But <clears throat> last episode, I was going through and emailing the bands and I had just put these guys on this playlist and I had accidentally told them that they were on episode 20. And so they listened to the whole episode and hit me up and they were like, hey, we listened to the whole thing. We weren't on there. And I was like, dude, Psych. I'm going to start telling tons of bands <laughs> yeah. to on the episode. Our ratings will go up. Clicks. Yes. Yeah. So um, I think that's going to be my new racket. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Just start emailing bands. We yeah, you were on the show. Here's the link. They would have <laughs> been a blast uh, email. They would have been great for the last episode because they are a mean jeans type of band. They're, you know, a bunch of their songs are like joke songs um they have a a single from like 2012 or 14 called poop in my pants and uh (laughs) there's the the course is literally that there's poop in my pants or something uh so um yeah they're an interest and they sound misfits ish or esque uh so yeah i don't know it would have been a, a fun little um band to have on the last album but uh yeah guys if you're listening uh do a tour with them i think that would be a great tour totally gnarly yeah, with feel, mean jeans and i feel kind of bad for them because now they have to sit through two episodes you know they really do, don't even want to sit through the one they just want to hear when their songs played hear what people say about them they sat through the whole thing and waiting to hear their song on the last one and didn't i almost toyed with putting them as the closing song for this episode to make them and i figured that was a dick move so i figured i would put them in the first chunk of music put them as a closing song You're such a nice guy cut it halfway through and then use the second half as the opener for the next one yeah <laughs> kind of a dick <laughs> um all right look i'm done degrading our listenership and, and the bands that support us let's move on to some news So, uh, as you know, with everything these days, uh, Record Store Day 2020 is no exception. Uh, It was also postponed due to uh, coronavirus. I I like saying, uh, what is it, Uh, COVID-19. Yep. How about COVID-19? It makes you sound classy. (laughs) Uh, So, um, Record Store Day organization has changed this year's event uh, to kind of accommodate with the times. Um, So, originally, uh, it was a push.
pushed to mid-late June, uh, they decided that uh, might not be the best way to do it and decided uh, instead that they were going to spread it across three Saturdays uh, in three consecutive months. So they're going to now be August 29th, August, uh, no, September 26th and October 24th. So each day we'll have a different bundle of exclusive releases and presumably... Uh, draw from previously announced record store day lists. So I think it's probably a good plan, kind of limit how many people are showing up at any given time. Um, But I don't know. With a bunch of different bundle exclusives, you might get the same amount of people at each one of these events. Um, What do you guys think? Uh, Bob, you're into vinyl, aren't you? Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm like super into it, but I inherited my grandfather's and my dad's records and I've got, uh, you know, uh, quite a stack of my own um, to the point where I have to buy a uh, some type of storage for them because I've got four bins overflowing and uh, just shit stacked (laughs) in the living room. So um, but uh, yeah, I've already got plans to go to uh, the sardine down in San Pedro. That's uh, that bar I always mention owned by uh, the dude from Toys That Kill and uh, Joyce Manor. Um, and I know they're having a, a rough time right now. So, um, I figure, uh, once, once this is all over, I'll go there and, uh, they've got a great selection of, you know, old classic punk records. And, um, so I'll go pick up a few things. I'm in, I'm in need of something new. I think the last new, uh, vinyl I got was, uh, clowns, nature, nurture. Um, so I will, uh, I'll go pick up, uh, a few records and support them. That's really my only plan for record store day. Christopher I am usually on tour during record store days so I mm-hmm. haven't really gotten to participate very much uh, but I think it's a great idea yeah and what about like vinyl in general I yeah I like records um, mm-hmm. I haven't again since I've started touring uh, like full time I haven't really been able to buy records yeah but um the last record I got actually was that Mercy music album we were talking about nice. earlier. I was yeah. gonna I was gonna buy a nice. Boss's Daughter vinyl uh, LP, but they're forty dollars, Chris. Um, well, that's <laughs> that. No, you're thinking of my solo record. Oh, is it? All right. Do we have uh, Boss's Daughter I don't think we, on vinyl? I, I don't think we did the Boss's Daughter thing yet. But um, the next record will come out on vinyl, and we did a seven inch. We have a seven inch record. I yeah. think what might be a good idea for you, though, Chris, is if you get extra vinyl made of your bands, and then when you're on tour, trade them to other bands, vinyl for vinyl, and then it's like you're getting them at a discount, so you don't have to pay full price, right? Like, I think that's that, true. I, that's true. Th- Sometimes you do, you do uh, come home with a little collection of records. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. And it's yeah. like good memories of the tour as well. Like that's absolutely yeah. I, I I can definitely look through my record collection and be like, oh yeah, this town on that tour. Yeah, and blah 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 that's, blah. I started cool. buying uh, records of the bands that I interview, so I'm like, oh yeah, I interviewed this band and that band. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always try to buy records from bands at shows that I see if if uh, that's a possibility. Yep. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to wherever giant corporation place you buy them <laughs> amoeba which closed <laughs> yeah where do you not buy them they're independent though right weren't they uh they're I, yeah they, they were but yeah, uh they were. they were um i think they're just moving actually is what i read oh really um yeah and i think it was kind of already planned i think they're just doing it a little yeah, sooner yeah, yeah. than normal um yeah uh, sam goody is that where you buy <laughs> <laughs> tower Goody's records actually <laughs> tower records <laughs> 
Tower uh, Records was a thing. Yeah, probably showing our age. Yeah, so I was pretty excited about uh, Record Store Day. I've just started getting back into vinyl. Um, and it's good to see that now uh, I have my choice of uh, dates because sometimes I can't commit to a certain specific date. Uh, so if you uh, are also into vinyl and have the means, I highly suggest you get out and help support some of these businesses uh, because I'm sure when they open later on this fall, they're going to be uh, needing your support. Yes. So get out there and do it. Uh, and on with more news. Public Serpents. Public Serpents uh, released a new video for Crust Punk Girl, which is their take on the Dead Milkman classic track of uh, a similar name. Punk Rock Girl, which was one of my favorites growing up. Uh, Philly Punk's Dead Milk Men. Uh, so the video is pretty amusing. It features uh, Squirt from Choking Victim. Uh, and I don't know. I wanted to add this story because I was a big fan of Punk Rock Girl and the video by Dead Milk Men. You guys saw it, right? Yep. You're not that young. <laughs> I love the Dead Milk Men. Yeah, I, well, I spent a lot of time in Philly, too, so they were pretty prevalent out there, and I knew a lot of the references in the song, and they'd been to a lot of the stores and shops and everything nice. that they referenced, so it was even more amusing for me. Um, Bob, I, you said you like Dead Milkman, all right, right? Yep. We've talked about this, yep. haven't we? Mm-hmm. We yeah. have, we have. <clears throat> yeah, I liked the, um, the song, too. It was pretty good, because it is pretty much kind of set to the same tune and everything, but uh, it's cross punk, yep. so it's... Um, a lot more disgusting because crust punk girls are a little. <laughs> Is that bad? Can I say that? But See, not the girl I didn't in the want video. To show my face. <laughs> no, yeah, no, the video is fine. Um, but yeah, check it out. I thought it was uh, pretty cool. You can probably Google crust punk girl and find it just about anywhere on the internet. Of course, you can't find it on dyingscene.com because website's still not up. Well, when is it going to be up? Fix a site, Dave. When's it going to be fixed? So, last I heard, uh, we have migrated servers to a new server, and we are currently just restoring the information. I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, I heard it's it's still being worked on, and we're getting closer. Okay. Is the official story. Interesting. Uh, I actually do think um, we should uh, do that with the podcast as well. Lipson's a pain in the ass. I got a new server for the other podcast, uh, and it's, like, so easy. So we'll talk about that later because nobody wants to hear about that shit, but we're going to do the same thing. <laughs> Good call. Good call. Um, they probably don't want to hear about that, but they probably do want to hear about the mariachi alter ego of the Bronx. <laughs> yes. Mariachi El yes. Bronx has announced the release of a double LP titled Musica Muerta, Volumes 1 and Volumes 2. That was great pronunciation. Uh, you like that? Yeah. yeah. It's been a while since I've uh, actually got to put it to use. Yeah. Uh, the release contains 25 total tracks, including 10 previously unreleased songs, uh, demos, TV themes, live sessions, and a few covers. So uh, head over to Bandcamp, Spotify, everywhere that you would stream music, and I would highly suggest putting that on because uh, the talent that's on display from guys that um, are from a genre that is supposed to be not talented musically and just <laughs> smashing instruments um they show a lot of very um uh, like a wide array 
yeah. of uh, musicality. Well, and, and the way they, they did the covers of the songs are in a very mm-hmm. wide array, right? Like, so the first one, I, I don't know about you, but I was only able to listen to the first 30 seconds of each song through SoundCloud or whatever it was on. Um, but the first one was like very mariachi, uh, like flamenco style guitar playing, uh, very talented. And then, so I'm listening, I'm like, oh, okay, this is skipping around. I'm only getting 30 seconds. And I think like four songs in, I'm like, uh, they're doing like wiki wiki scratch like record scratching and then it like becomes like hip hops and, and like electronic beats and stuff and then like back to like Maharaji so it was uh, a pretty eclectic um, way to cover uh, or redo their their own songs yeah I, I fucking love it and it's uh Mariachi music just makes you kind of feel good. I don't yeah. know about it. I have a else, I have a friend uh, in a band, and he does um, like some live TV shit for a bunch of bands out in Santa Clarita Valley. Um, but it's called Pico de Gallo Band, and they're a, like a punk rock surf band. Um, but he plays mariachi uh, and like flamenco style guitar, man, and they shred. <laughs> they're so good. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. I'm like, oh man, uh, I really could see them doing something like this because there's not a whole lot of other bands to fill that genre. Chris, you play the trumpet. What about you? Ever think about branching off into mariachi? You could do um, uh, mariachi El Boss's daughter. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't done that yet. Um, I'm not that good at trumpet, but <laughs> I do love that. Like they're legit. Like they have been embraced by um, legit mariachi musicians and like flown down to Mexico for crazy festivals and um that band is is awesome yeah yeah and the bronx too but yeah i, I know i almost like mariachi el bronx better than the bronx is <laughs> yeah. that a bad thing to say i shouldn't be saying these things that's why i shouldn't show that's, my face it's all right <laughs> i don't i don't know um, how no, upset my, they would be i think they'd be okay uh my favorite song from both of them was the uh, i would die for you cover that was fucking brilliant and yeah. I have listened to it quite a few times. I, I, fucking go download this music, guys. Give them some money for music. I'm sure they could use it. I'm sure most musicians can use it. So, um, Musica Muerta, Volumes 1 and 2. It's a winner. Uh, all right, let's move on. Uh, Bob, this next one I inserted into the news strictly for you. Thank you. I know how you like it when I insert things. So this weekend, uh, well, I guess probably by the time you hear this, it's going to be a week or two ago. Uh, Jesse Michaels of Classics of Love. People said that the old was cold, and the old gods were pushing up more. We strung up our instruments and got ready for the embarrassment. Classics of Love, Common Writer, and Operation Ivy revealed that he is working on new music and likely recording demos of new music. New tunes. Oh, can't say music twice in the same sentence. It's so uncouth. You said he posted this on Instagram, correct? Uh, he is playing, well, if you'd let me finish, Bob. Uh, he is playing with Sharif Dumani of Exploding Flowers and the Alice Bag Band, as well as Peter John Fontes of Los Nauticos. Uh, and yes, he announced that via Instagram. Okay. He posted a short video of um, those three recording. Uh, apparently, they're recording to tape, analog tape. Yeah. I don't know. Is that something that you can do still? 
I mean, it's it something I tried in high school and sucked at doing, so I'd imagine you could still do it. Um, <laughs> I wonder, I mean, there might be some benefits to it, right? Um, I know, like, what's his name, uh, Vincent Gillian or whatever from uh, Breaking Bad and uh, yeah. whatever else he did. Like, he recorded all that stuff on, um, you know, actual tape, whatever the hell it is that they use in film, because he likes the feel of it better. So there might be something to do with audio quality or just the, the sound that comes out from it in general. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about this whole... I, I know a lot of bands are releasing, like, putting their music on tapes. Yeah. But, and I don't know about that. Supposedly, so. recording to tape uh, offers a warmer tone. <laughs> um, it's... Using analog gear, it's just the old way of doing yeah. things, and pe- people like it. It's but... funny, though, that that you would say, like, it offers a warmer tone, and that's why people do it, because we're in an age of digital music where, like, people specifically take the warm tone out of music and try to get rid of it as much <laughs> as possible and make it, right. like, right. clear Tape and tinny and with some weird heavy bass on the end, and, like, all that warm middle end <laughs> goes away. So. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I guess it would probably be only, you know... Um, indie bands and rock bands and punk rock bands that are going for that sound anyhow. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know. I, it's what Jack White started all that movement again, right? I don't know. I'm, I'm not very familiar uh, with that, but um, I am uh, a little disappointed to hear that he's not doing more classics of love um, because yeah. I think classics is an extremely underrated band. Um, that album is incredible. It's, it is I would say equal to uh, Operation Ivy's energy. Um, it, yeah. it is in no respects Fuck. any worse. When you listen to it, you're not like, like oh, like energy's way better. Like, if anything, energy's more nostalgic because it was around when I was a kid. Um, but I listen to it, I'm like, this is just as fucking good. I, I mean, it's still political. It's still got great lyrical content. Uh, the structure of the songs, the musician quality of it. Um, I mean, he even captured a similar sound to what Operation Ivy did recording-wise or sonically. Um, so I'm a little bummed, but also um, I wasn't a huge fan of Common Writer, so I'm, I'm looking forward and seeing you know what he'll do with this. Um, Exploding Flowers doesn't really have that type of sound from what I heard from them. Um, but uh, what was it, Los Nauticals or? Um, yeah. Uh, they, they're a more like punk rock ska band. So it'll be interesting to see what he does. I'm, I'm excited no matter what, but I am disappointed that it's not more classics. I'm glad I had you guys here because I don't know anything about recording or warm <laughs> sounds or tones. I That's looked for it on Instagram. I didn't see it. So I'm going to dig deeper. I wonder if he just posted it as like a, a story and it was, you know, gone forever after 24 hours. It might have been. I don't know how all that works. It seems like a pretty uh, poor uh, functionality. You record something and it's only there for 24 hours. If you miss it, oh well. But I guess there's some draw to it. Yeah. Um, all right. Moving things along, uh, Laura Jane Grace has posted links to three tracks by Angela Baker. On the demographic, I'm accepting without question. My beliefs in suspension. Angela Baker, quote unquote. Uh, the tracks are most likely unreleased against me songs. Uh, among a series of posts, Grace stated, This is so messed up. This band sounds exactly like against me, circa 20,007. How do you say <laughs> 20, that? 20,007. 2007. <laughs> uh, 2007. 
what the fuck? I'm so pissed off. Who is this Angela Baker? So, uh, yeah, I think, obviously, she was just being a wiseacre. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the songs were fucking awesome. I was so stoked. Uh, one of my favorite uh, bands ever is uh, Early Against Me, so I was uh, very happy to get some new, new Against Me tracks. It would have been awesome if it was her new music. That's all I have to say. Like, it's cool that it's old against me, but it would have been cool if it's like, I'm going back to this style. This is the new music you're going to get from me. That would have been yeah, exciting. This is it now. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, just, it's, I, don't, I, I, I don't know why these weren't released before. I have no yeah. concept of why bands would have songs that aren't released or are released under a different band I name. I saw Laura Jane Grace post a thing saying that the record label owned the Masters. And that's why they were getting secretly released under a not against me. Okay. Uh, name. Gotcha. Um, but I, you know, I could be spreading rumors. <laughs> you know. yeah. yeah. Who knows? We do it all the Unsubstantiated time. Unsubstantiated <laughs> rumors. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, nice work. Fuck it. Just say what you want. Who cares? No fact checking on this show. Um, yeah, right. But well, yeah. I'm using my phone to record this, so I can't look up facts you know? <laughs> who cares who gives a fuck about <laughs> facts these days um but yeah nice little treat uh especially uh given that you know there's nothing to do i'm glad that some bands are doing that you know going back and releasing some uh previously unreleased tracks just to give somebody something to do um so and piss off you, your major label oh, yeah, yeah right um so that uh about does it for the news um I'm ready for some more music. I don't even... The, some of the news these days is kind of depressing, even in our scene, because you wish there was more, and there's just really not much there. So yeah, it's I, like, I was, oh, this festival canceled. This <laughs> yeah, tour that's canceled. the news. I know. I, t- <laughs> yeah, I had them all... I was going through every episode. I go through the news yeah, to look. Some news I, I got like, through... I some news I got through emails was, your postponed show that we rescheduled for September is postponed again until 2021. Like, oh, yeah. great news. Fabulous. Yeah, yeah, it's happening everywhere, and I don't like to even look at it. So I just kind of removed all of that from from the uh, possibilities of in- inclusion with the news. Um, so let's get back to music. That's always happy. Music always makes me happy. Uh, next up, this trio is from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, they've been around since 2012. This is the Damn Tracks with Dark Enough to See. Well, it's just dark enough to see all the empty things we'll leave in this house. We've cleared out, but it's filled with regret. And honestly, we've had our parades. And it's just dark enough to see that the empty things we leave are the brightest stars that we have ever known to exist. We filled ours with ghosts. And we will always long for problems that will always. 
so see, I put them. You'll, you guys, and you don't understand that there is a rhyme to my reason here. Uh, I put these guys right uh, after the Laura Jane Grace and Against Me story because I think they have a little bit of Against Me sound to them. Uh, Fair maybe enough. mixed with the loved ones. Against Me uh, slash the loved ones. That fair assessment? Fair enough. Did I get any pushback yes. on that? Yes. No, I, I'm I'm cool with that. This was, I will say, my favorite <laughs> uh, track of the episode that I listened to. Not that um, uh, any of them were, were bad. In fact, there was a lot of good ones on this one. Um, yeah. But uh, I think this was my favorite. So uh, It was, I've, I've been listening to that whole album uh, for about a month now, um, and it's I don't know if you guys checked out the whole album, but it's 22 tracks. <laughs> the whole fucking album is 22 wow. tracks. The LP is called Second City is Burning. I struggle to even call it a full length because it's like <laughs> it's like an extra full length. Yeah. Um, yeah, 22 tracks. Chris, when are you going to put out a 22-track album? Uh, we've got 16 new demos for a Boss's Daughter record that All was right. supposed to be recorded already, but again, canceled. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the theme. That and fifth, postponed. Fifth wave, I don't know. Whatever. I think wave Scott and canceled I, shows. I think 16 is a good upper limit, and that should uh, that should be your max. I was yeah uh, yeah. It, it gives us room to cut a few if we need exactly. to, or just put them all out. Whatever, who cares, right? Yeah, I was uh, listening in. to "Outcome the Wolves," which I talk shit about a lot because it's so fucking <laughs> long, and I turn it off at like song fourteen or fifteen every time. Um, and I always say it's like twenty-five songs, but I think that's uh, life won't wait. It's like twenty-five songs. So I, I've got my opinions on splits and really long albums. Yeah, yeah, you've got your opinions on many things. <laughs> Very opinionated asshole. Yep. All right. <laughs> next up is Houston, Texas's premier street punk act, Steadfast with Old Scars.
new single from Houston, Texas is Steadfast. The name of the track was Old Scars. Uh, they played here uh, down in one of the shitty little suburbs of Denver probably about a year ago, and it was a really odd lineup because a, a few bands dropped. Um, there was no bar. They shut the bar down. It was a, like the other bands that played were like one of them had the guitar. <laughs> was, the whole thing was just weird uh but that, they were the highlight that night for me uh, and i left that show um very impressed by them and uh i fell in love with them that night and they have a new single and i said you know what i'm gonna fucking play it because they deserve it for playing such a shitty show <laughs> <laughs> sometimes like, you just gotta throw them a bone i like how the guitar player is a standout of your shit show <laughs> like that it is was just <laughs> Definitely contributing to the awfulness of it. Yeah, and it's not even like I'm not even talking shit about a guitar. It was the music, the music style. It was not. Well, um, sure. Have you ever heard anybody play a guitar and been like, dude, I don't like guitar players? Chris Fox played a show here in Denver with a band that has a guitar player. I, immediately I was like, are you sure you're not thinking of the show that we played? Yeah, that that was one. a good show. Not the that same actually one. was a good show. Yeah, there's two guitar players here in Denver. Yeah. <laughs> a good one and a... Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was very impressed with them from that show. Uh, but that was a very weird show. I had to like go out in the parking lot and slam beers in between... Not even in between sets, in between <laughs> songs, man. Like, with the bar. Why is the bar shut? What the fuck's going on here? Where am I? Fuck, this place is weird. Uh, I mean, all the all the bars are shut right now. Well, yeah, but this was uh, eight months ago, ten months ago, so no excuse. In the before time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are we going to call that? What should we call this? Pre-CV-19. Pre-CV-19, okay. <laughs> I like it. We'll go with it. Um, all right. Let's keep it moving. Uh, I was very proud of this next band. I, I told Bob he should listen to um, this I, next band and all I did. week long. I don't know if he did or not. No, I did. Uh, but uh, after a couple years of silence, uh, Wilmington, North Carolina's Steve Buscemi, the band, not the actor, is back with some new music. This one's Fuck Rock and Roll. <laughs> Let it 
that was skate punk act Steve Buscemi. Not the very excellent actor. I like Steve Buscemi. I'm a fan. I don't know. Uh, he's kind of a weird looking dude, but I like his <laughs> acting a lot. Um, I like the band even better. And it's even more impressive that it's a one-man band. That's uh, Jesse Andrews uh, from Wilmington, North Carolina. I think he's originally from New York, but last I heard, he's from Wilmington. Um, and that was from the brand new LP, Stoked. The name of the track was Fuck, Rock, and Roll. Uh, try looking up uh, the band on Google. Google Steve Buscemi. See what you get back. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, good luck. The band's not going to be the first. Uh, but... I fucking love that guy. Like the music is, uh, you know, when you hear it, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, it's just kind of like a normal punk band. But then when you realize it's a one man band, yeah, it kind of ups the ante a little bit. You're like, oh fuck, that actually is pretty impressive. And the music, I, th I think the music is secondary to to the writing. I think the writing is um, maybe not quite up there, but in the ballpark of Jason Shevchuk of None More Black and All right. Um, uh, Jesus, a few other bands. Uh, I had no Dynamite. idea how to say his last name. Shevchuk. <laughs> it's hard to say I, it together. Jason Shevchuk. It's hard yeah. to say. Um, but yeah, I think the writing is really good. Um, the music, I think, is excellent for him playing everything. Um, yeah. And I'm very excited to have him back. Bob, Some did you people, listen to it all week? Yes, I did. I didn't listen to it all week, but I listened to the whole album. And my decision is that um, there are some people who aren't meant to be in bands. They're meant to be in one-man bands because if they were in a band, they would probably be constrained by trying to write so many different things or throw weird shit in, like Jeff Rosenstock <laughs> from Bomb the Music and industry he's better by himself than he is in bomb the music industry and in, in my uh, opinion um and then there's the the band uh say anything um and that guy max bemis did some stuff with other people and um i don't like him that much but he does very interesting and unique things uh with his music um and so there are some people who are just like musically on another level and can orchestrate a whole band in their head with weird timing signatures and not that he had any of that stuff but he threw in like some really cool chants um you know in in that first song there um and he threw in like a lot of just like quick changes to other styles yeah. of music and um so i had a lot of fun listening to it um and speaking of people that can like a one-man band we Chris and I kind of mentioned it earlier, our um, friend John Underwood, he does something similar, but he does it in real time. He records, um, and Chris can speak to it more intelligently than I can, but like <laughs> he'll, he'll lay down like a little bit of a drum beat first and, and record it and put it on a loop and then yeah. he'll pick up, he'll, he'll scramble and pick up his banjo and play that while he's recording it and looping it over the drums and just, he keeps layering it yeah. in real time while you're watching him and it's just, fucking mind-boggling and by yeah. the end of it he's got all the instruments playing he grabs the microphone he gets up and just starts fucking screaming <laughs> it's the most insane thing i've ever seen yeah um so i really have a, a good respect for people that um yeah i have a respect for anybody that can play an instrument because i'm so fucking illiterate yeah. when it comes to that but when it's somebody like that that can just pick up anything and play it fuck man that's impressive yep and mr chris fox is starting to add to his repertoire what's the is trumpet your most recent instrument um not really uh i mean i i've been playing it more than before i guess but um i mean i, I picked up horns in what elementary school band sixth grade oh wow Okay. So I, start, I started on trombone and then like, you know, the substitute teacher showed up and we all traded instruments for fun. <laughs> so I picked up a little, 
a little trumpet, uh, you know, in that regard. And so I can kind of dabble, get my way through on both and record stuff. But I don't perform live on those instruments very much. When, trombone, I, I will. I'll play with John Underwood. I'll play some trombone with him once in a while. I've, I've so, synced it. So you also you sing and play guitar. Um, Correct. And yeah. do you, I'm assuming you play bass if you play guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you play drums? I play bass in 12-gauge face Oh, okay, I, nice. I do not play drums very well. Um, do you own a set of drums? I don't. Okay. I, I do. I want to, though. Okay. I would like to if I had the space or whatever. My van's not big enough to set up a drum kit. <laughs> uh, do you play key- <laughs> It might be. It might be. <laughs> do you play guitar? <laughs> I've never... I don't think I've ever played a guitar. No, well, maybe once I've played one. Okay. How um, about the keyboard, though, or piano? I can, you know dabble yeah on it but i'm by no means good okay so you've got like one or two more instruments to be there to the one the one man band yeah yeah i mean i could play like a kick and snare at the same time pretty well and then but once you bring in the cymbals like (laughs) you bring that third limb and it's like too much so you could get there there's a um do you ever listen to follow troy I haven't. No. Okay, they're like an old uh, like math core ish band from like right, two thousand eight, yeah. um, and uh, the singer uh, Thomas Eric, uh, he used to play drums and then switched to the guitar and then was just an insane metal guitarist. and And everyone's like, "How do you play so fast and and you know sing at the same time and keep this all in your head?" And he's like, "Well, when I was a kid, I played the drums and playing the guitar is just like playing the drums." And in my head, I'm like, "What in the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> but then once you get yeah. into like all all like the tapping and stuff you're like oh there is like a lot of melody to tapping the neck of your guitar and and like the strings i never viewed it like that um yeah but uh there definitely is that there um to me it's very different but i can see the the analogy there i heard um dave Grohl get interviewed once and he was talking about the similarities between drumming and guitar and how he approached like the lower strings to be the more like like the drums, like the kick and yeah. snare, and then and then he'll use the higher strings as symbols to accent things. Interesting. It's yeah, I thought that was kind of a neat approach yeah. that just a guitar player wouldn't think of that, you know, to like separate those two areas all, yeah. of sound. Absolutely. As yeah. I'm, I'm going to listen to music like that a little bit now and see if I can't <laughs> grasp that because I mean, yeah, that's an interesting, right? Like if you're just playing some, um, typical chords and then there are like some changes to the riff, uh, you throw in like a high note, um, or a squeal or something like that will signal and yeah, just the change the, of it to, to accent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is exactly what or something. Yeah. yeah. So that's interesting. Cool. Yeah, uh, I I can play a mean set of desk drums, like with my thumbs on the desk. Yeah, I like the steering wheel. Steering wheel. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's very similar. Very similar. I'm I'm a little more <laughs> prolific with the desk, but I can I convert pretty pretty well to the steering wheel. Oh um, yeah. My wife's not a fan. No. <laughs> uh, Only at stop. Only at stoplights when it's of safe. Of course. You know. Of course. Yeah. Nowhere else. Nowhere yes. else. Um. So, um, we we're kind of done with the news but i wanted to insert another little story here just uh, almost as an afterthought because we've been talking so much about shows that have been canceled and festivals that have been canceled and everything that's been canceled and how much it fucking sucks um fest 19 announced that 
they were sticking with it. <laughs> so Fest 19 is proceeding. Uh, yeah, for right now, uh, it's scheduled uh, October 30th through November 1st. Of course, it's down in the Gainesville area. Um, right now, uh, it's looking like a stack lineup, like it always is. Hot Water Music, Gorilla Biscuits. Always on my head about what I need to do. That's all you're talking about in Gorilla Biscuits, Frank Turner, Menzingers, Comeback Kid, Red City Radio, Strike Anywhere, Good Riddance, blah, blah, blah. Tons of people. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Direct Hit. God, there's so many. Like, you Flatliners. That's actually a band. Direct Hit. Yeah, yeah. You don't know? You don't. You haven't heard blah, 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 you fucking poser. <laughs> and, um, Prince Daddy and the Hyena. Do you, have you, do you, did you guys ever watch, um. Uh, Arrested Development? Yes. Yes, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Their lawyer, yes. Stupid joke. Um, but yeah, so tons of bands, of course. Um, I've always wanted to get down there. Um, uh, I don't think this year is going to be a good year to try and make plans for it because they're probably going to be, um, I don't know, ten- tentative? Florida. <laughs> yeah, and isn't that like near hurricane season as well? October, November, isn't that hurricane season? I remember on the East Coast. You know, it's we we got a like we had to sleep in a venue one night because a hurricane came through Florida. But I don't remember the time of year that was. Yeah, I think it's generally in fall, so that fits about right. Um, but yeah, good on them. I'm pretty stoked that they're for now proceeding with it. Um, I hope they do. Um, I really want to go, and I'm pretty jealous because um, Mr. Chris Fox, you're festing this yep, year yep. maybe uh, hopefully I'm, I'm gonna play a solo set and nice. Boss's Daughter is playing and the Randy Savages as the well. Randy Savages you've got three fucking sets you're playing nice <laughs> yeah yeah I'm I'm a busy person at Fest does that mean um, you get paid three times <laughs> uh no comment it's <laughs> <laughs> three times the exposure um, so yeah, I get paid an exposure. Look, Bob and I are pretty uh, well versed in West Coast festivals. We've been to our fair share. Um, we kind of know how they go. I don't think uh, we've ever been to anything quite like Fest. Probably the closest would be a, a punk rock bowling, um, which I still don't think is quite as big as Fest. But well, I've never been. Why you? You're a veteran of of fest uh, you've been down there how many times four three four five five i guess all right I, I don't know i lost count well why don't you tell us about it since we've never been i want to live fest vicariously is... through you <laughs> fest is wonderful uh it's probably my favorite festival that we've done um Pooza fest would be a close second um Pooza's it's, the one up in canada from... right yeah, in Montreal. It's yeah, actually it's supposed to be this weekend, but postponed. Um, but yeah, Fest is great. Uh, it differs from punk rock bowling in that there are club shows happening all day long as well. And you just get a wristband to wander around to do whatever you want. Um, go from show to show to show. And I think that that's a pretty cool format because you get to experience a small show but then if you want to go see the big outdoor festival stage you can do that at the same time um they do a good job of keeping food and beverages at reasonable prices and i 
I think that it just does a that's fest is a is a wonderful place. I don't know. <laughs> so what, what about like like the the walkability? I mean, like how quickly can you bounce between shows? Is that feasible, or is it like yeah, you kind yeah. of resigned to hitting three shows, and that's about as many as you can hit? It it depends on how much you want to walk, really. But it's all fairly close. Um, mm. right. I would say the longest distance between venues is maybe a twenty minute walk. Okay, something like so, that. So like the club shows at at punk rock yeah bowling, but more yeah, yeah, yeah. but they do it all day long okay correct like you could you know end up walking quite a distance throughout a day just sure. bouncing around but oftentimes at least in my experience bands i want to see are together a lot of times yeah yeah, yeah. so you, you get to kind of hang out or <clears throat> bounce between two places that are closer together or uh, they do a really good job of curating shows people i think would want to see as an individual yeah. show as well yeah, yeah. so does oh, it just good. take place like in the city there's no gates around it or anything you get your wristband and you go wherever the fuck you want to go to watch it and you yeah uh, you want to go to walgreens and pick up a beer and throw it in your uh jacket you do Absolutely. that and, okay <laughs> crazy yeah there, there is a big uh amphitheater yeah that is in downtown gainesville that they use um which is rad because that way you get the outdoor festival yeah. experience mm-hmm uh, but then there's just every what happens is um, the Florida Georgia football game happens that weekend. The University of Florida is in Gainesville and uh-huh. they do that football game in Jacksonville. So all the the students leave the city for the oh. weekend. So then now all the punk rockers come down and use all the dance clubs for punk shows. Yeah. And um, it works out. It's I think the city of Gainesville probably likes it. Yeah. Because punk rockers are actually pretty nice folks and yeah. mind their own business <laughs> yeah. and don't really cause too much trouble. Unless they're really drunk. Well, you know, <clears throat> college football games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's right. true. Yeah. Very <laughs> good points. Touche. <laughs> and so what about, um, so you said the Randy Savages is going to be one of the bands that's playing there. Uh, every year down mm-hmm. at Fest, they do a, a Fest wrestling tournament? Yeah, Tony basically has created his own wrestling federation sort of thing <laughs> uh called fest wrestling and, wait who's tony um he is the he is the fest he's the guy who does okay. the fest. he's the main main creator of the fest um and yeah he he's a fan of wrestling so he decided to start doing wrestling shows and they do one at fest every year and also throughout the year they do fest wrestling as well and the randy savages won last year uh, we just, we play, um, Nikki Savage, our guitar player, singer, songwriter, some songwriter, half songwriter, uh, is the actual wrestler in our band and he <laughs> did, he, he has dropped a few elbows during the event. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. They, um, it looks like a fucking excellent time. I want to go and just shoot that. Like I want to shoot that part of it would be actually amazing. Pretty cool. Like I'm not much of a wrestler. I mean, I watched it as a kid and stuff, but um, seeing it in person and watching these, like, people just, it's its pure athleticism. <laughs> Is that a word? <laughs> they're, they're fucking athletes. Yes. Proceed. Like, <laughs> it takes some serious uh, human ability to do that kind of shit. Yeah, it's amazing I've, watching them I've, throw themselves across the ring and smash shit like 
tables. It's wild. It's wild shit. Jumping so, off of like huge ledges onto each other. <laughs> it's badass. it's fucking wild. Smashing PBRs on each other's faces. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have you guys play like right before or right after? We have played, uh, they do like intermissions between uh-huh. matches sometimes, and, so and we've played those breaks. That's yeah. so smart that they do that. They're not like, no, just play 10 miles away, you know, on a different yeah. day. Like, that's cool that they, you know, like you said, curate things so that you would want to go and see it and it all flows together nicely. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, the first year we played, uh, we got to play, and then they did another, like, they did the ending part of the wrestling show, and then the band after us was Max Sabbath. So it was like a nice, like, <laughs> yeah, gimmicky so costume band hour no, or yes. whatever. But yeah. it was fucking sweet. <laughs> <clears throat> so out of all the times you've been there, the five, let's say five times, we'll stick with sure. that. We'll stick with that. And the fifth That's got to be style. right. That's got to be right. Um, what's your, uh, give me one good story what's the the best thing you've ever seen there the funniest thing you've ever seen most memorable moment of fest over the past five times that you've been we uh may or may not have thrown a few parties um at the hotel after after hours and we you know those usually just end up next to the pool with a guitar and um just trading songs uh, me and my friend Rob, who plays in Chicks Collective, um, also from She Likes Todd in Chicago, uh, we'll just sit there and play all night long. And oftentimes, you know, other more famous people will wander up and play some tunes or just hang out and drink. And uh, it's it's those moments are really really fun because it's the shows are great and everything, but it's those community moments where you're yeah. just like hanging out with, with friends you don't get to see all year around, you know, yeah. or at all anymore. But, um, those moments to me really stick out as, as the best, you know, that was probably but also getting to see bands that I, you know, never thought I would get to see like gorilla biscuits. <laughs> yeah. And, and I was pretty stoked to see that they were on there. Yeah, they were too. actually that's supposed cool, to play a show. That's a cool um, yeah, addition for sure. They were supposed to play a show here with my friend's band and my friend even like hit me up. He was like, Hey, uh, we're playing with a really well-known band. If you want, uh, photo passes, I'm like, cut the shit, dude. Like, tell me who who is it because i think it was like on a thursday night i was like it depends yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) um and he was like oh it's gorilla biscuit i was like oh fuck yeah i'll be there and then it ended up being canceled so hopefully they kind of get back out there because i don't remember seeing them uh, touring that much um, Mm -hmm. i feel like they do a few one-offs here and there yeah Yeah. Um, i agree i know they've played gilman street a a couple times but again i'm on tour all the time so i don't get to go to those fun things (laughs) <laughs> yeah right that's also uh, quite the drive shit. from reno yeah uh, it, would... not really it's about three three hours something that's like it this. yeah maybe oh, four man. wow okay i thought uh, it was maybe four four hours further than depending that. on traffic you know yeah okay that's not bad yeah the east uh, bay is not too far all right that was it for the news that we just wanted to live vicariously through you. Bob and I have always uh, dreamt of going down to fest. We talked about it a few times and I figured if I was going to go to one and it's fest 19 this year, I may as well just push it to 20 because it'll probably <laughs> be a little bit of a bigger, 
a bigger bang, I would imagine, uh, especially if it uh, ends up kind of pushing, you know, maybe yeah. uh, next year. We'll they, be they have been bigger. doing fest live streams every week uh, on yes. the fest Facebook page uh, every Thursday. And they've all been super, super good. Mm-hmm. I've seen so a few look, of those. Look out too. for those. Definitely look out for those and, and look out for pretty much any band streaming anything these days. There's a bunch of them. I've been watching the um, Coping with Dystopia, which is folk punk. Um, I've been watching a lot of those. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff out there to kind of keep your sanity uh, in check as Fuck much yeah. as possible. It's not going to happen uh, as much as you would like these days, but there is uh, definitely some outlets out there, and they're all... Um, I don't think I've ever seen anything charged, so they're all free, um, or 99.9% of them. So get out there and look for it. Keep your mental health up. We need you. Uh, Sean from, from now, AJJ has been streaming every day. Oh, wow. I don't know, oh, if, I don't know if you've really? seen that. Every day he plays a show Damn. on Instagram. Yeah. There you go. I think he hit 50 last week. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Super yeah, cool. Yeah, definitely out there. You just got to look for it a little bit. Do a little bit more work than just buying a ticket. Uh, <laughs> but it is cheaper, so. Um, all right. Uh we're going to kick off this next block of music with uh, a something something special. Mr. Fox, tell us about this one. This is a project that uh, Dave, who drums for Vampires with me, um, and I did during the quarantine time. And we decided to record a song that we wrote when we were probably 13 or 14, uh, back in like 98 or 99. Um, now that we're like better musicians and can play in time and together and stuff. Uh, so we recorded this, this song, it's an instrumental song, um, and it features our friend Mike Young, who plays trumpet in Sucker Punch, um, and it's called Black Toast Intolerant.
was Black Toast Intolerant from Reno, Nevada's finest punk rock outfit, Too Corporate, <laughs> featuring Mike from Young 1998 and, <laughs> and Mr. Christopher Fox from 1990-something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool, yeah. So you guys kind of recorded that remotely, and you had to smash it all together? Yeah, um, I actually went down to the venue where Dave works and promotes at, and they have a big giant showroom, so we kept a nice social distance to record the drums and the bass. Um, and then I did the guitars and, and horns at home, and Mike uh, filmed his trumpet part and sent that to me remotely. Uh, and just I slapped it all together, and it sort of worked. I'm kind of amazed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's amazing. I like how um, people are adapting to uh, yeah. the new circumstances yeah. and figuring out ways to do it. And you knew if any genre of music was going to do it, it was going to be the fucking punks that figure out a way to make this work. So uh, excellent yeah. job. I think it sounded fucking incredible. Will yeah, we, we did it um, as a uh, part of a benefit show for um, Dave's mom, actually. There's a streaming event called Mary Anarchy that is based out of Reno. Um, and it's an annual event that they do, but this year they are benefiting Dave's mom. And so we recorded that because she let us rehearse in her house for years <laughs> learning how to be musicians. So she definitely has heard that song thousands of times. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. So that's why we chose to do that uh, old project again. Sweet. Well, thanks for yeah. sharing with us. In yeah. 23 years, will we get another one? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll see if we can uh, get another song going in another 23 years. <laughs> <laughs> For now, we'll listen to some uh, slightly older music. Um, this one is from 2017. Uh, from Oklahoma City, this is Big News with Out of Time.
Time from uh, what I think is the best name album of this episode from 2017's uh, full length, Welcome to the Weird Kids Table. That was <laughs> the big news. Um, I think my favorite thing about this, so we already touched on the fact that this is ska heavy. It's, yeah. And I, I think that was the last ska song. I think yeah, so. That was the last ska one. So you guys, if you're not a ska fan, you're at least um, relieved for the rest of the show. But uh, my favorite thing for that, and I'll probably get a little bit of heat for this, uh, was the, the little trumpet saxophone fight about midway through, the little trumpet <laughs> and saxophone battle uh, that they did. Um, uh, me and my buddy Cody from the Hemp Studies have, have a... Um, a campaign going to uh, get more saxophone into punk rock music. So uh, he'll be very glad to hear that. <laughs> um, so that was my favorite part of it. Uh, very nice, clean, uh, tight ska. Always makes you feel good. Uh, Mrs. Anarcho Punk and I were cleaning the house the other day. I said, let's just put on some good, good old ska. It makes you feel good. Gives yep. you energy. Right, Bob? I'm always down for it. Um <clears throat> Yeah, this was probably of all the uh, um, ska songs on this episode the most the most straightforward, just ska, not mixed with mm -hmm. crust or yeah. emo or anything else with it. And uh, yeah, it's great that it's still going strong. And uh, Mr. Fox, what do you think about saxophone and punk? Are you going to start learning how to play the saxophone? Uh, as long as it's not the alto saxophone. <laughs> oh, fuck the alto sax. Is there... Yeah, is there the worst. <laughs> What's the alto sax? Baritone is sax is actually one of my favorite instruments. I, I really like the tone of a baritone sax. That's why those early Less Than Jake records are so sick. Oh, really? Well, that okay. and they're fucking sweet. But, <laughs> <laughs> but they had a baritone but, saxophone player at the time. They did, yeah. Okay, interesting. Okay. I don't know I will. the difference. I'm, I'm actually in the market for a saxophone, not for me, but for my niece. She cur currently is learning to play the clarinet, but wanted a saxophone. Apparently, yeah. the two instruments are similar in the way that uh, they are set up. <clears throat> and so, yeah, the fingerings are similar. Yeah, so... It, it's my understanding. I don't play either. <laughs> That's that's what my sister told me as well. So she's eight uh, and she's moving out to California. And so I'm in the market to find her a saxophone. So that way she can be happy when she's out here instead of playing the nerdy clarinet. I would recommend a tenor saxophone. Okay. I will go with that. Not it's the baritone. It's in between the baritone. Yes. It, well, the baritone's giant. So like. <laughs> so it's bigger he, than her. She'll fall over. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She'll get a little bit of a workout while she plays. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Good to know. Um, all, all right. Or the bass clarinet. Bass clarinet's another great sounding instrument. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's all way above me. Um, but you guys know what we haven't heard any of this episode is some emo. Let's hit everybody in the fields with a little bit of Feeny. This one's called Puzo. You can drop me. Honey, I know you will. That won't stop me. Feeling this for you, I would regret 
Jersey Quartet Feeney is the name of the band. Puzo is the name of the track. Uh, that is from their newest full length, Between the Bookends. And I think it has a little bit of a Jawbreaker and Jimmy okay. Eat World sound. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe a little bit more Jimmy Eat World. Yeah. Right? I was uh, thinking early November when I listened to them. Um, yeah. But that's just something I was more familiar with at, at the time that emo was a thing. Uh, not that it's not anymore, but when emo was, was big. Um, I was surprisingly... Uh, enjoying this song normally i hear it and i'm like you know i'm done with this phase of my life um there are some emo bands i like i would call spanish love songs you know an emo band that i enjoy um yeah but uh but yeah feeny was really cool i dug it i was like oh okay cool and it had a different feel to it um than a lot of the emo that i've heard recently so i'm down with it yeah it had a really tricky little guitar riff near the end there yeah and they're only Very a three-piece too so that must have been some studio magic <laughs> Uh, uh, well, I just said quartet, so I'd like you to fact check me on that. Oh, okay. They are indeed <laughs> I, a three I thought piece. they were a three piece. Yeah, they might be. Who knows? I wrote quartet. You never know. Um, but yeah, uh, so they were supposed to do a Euro tour. Um, I think they were supposed to leave like a couple weeks ago, week ago. Um, which obviously guess what they didn't (laughs) canceled anytime you guys can support bands like that uh definitely do i know uh, mr fox uh, is constantly touring Uh, yeah we're supposed to be on tour right now you're supposed to be on tour like seriously i've looked at your spreadsheet your excel spreadsheets with your tour (laughs) dates and it's like it it's a lot of days out of the year. Yeah, I would actually say, based off of being in nine bands, you arguably have to be one of the people most constantly on tour in punk rock in the United States, right? I prob- probably. I mean, yeah. the hardest working man in punk rock. I don't want to make any statements or anything. But I mean, you've got to be at least easily <laughs> like within the top 20 for sure. 
I would imagine so. Yeah. Because once, once you get, like, to be a better band, you stop touring. Yeah, you don't need to tour all the time. <laughs> and yeah. And if you've got, if you're in one of those bands and you decide to start a side project, like, that band maybe tours a little bit out of the year. So, you know. Yeah. I just, I really like traveling. Traveling is something that I need in my life. And um, music also. So combining the two is wonderful. Yep. I don't think I'm going to stop is kind of what I'm getting at. Even though I'm forced to stop right now. It's only well, temporary. It yeah. might be good that you were forced to take a break too, honestly. I mean, sort of. I'm not really... <laughs> I guess, well, we did record that song, but we wrote it 20 years ago. And then, uh, yeah, I haven't been productive at all. Just hiking, that's all. Well, <laughs> hopefully you, you can get something good out of it. I'm trying to find something myself <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i I'm think hiking is good hiking such a good time to just like sit and think how long do you do your hikes for like how many miles do you go um somewhere between anywhere between like four miles i usually average about four or five miles okay and do you bring music with you or do you just go in silence some days i play a record or two some days i don't yeah um i try not to like have too much noise just because I want to make sure I'm not stepping on a rattlesnake or yeah. something. Yep. <laughs> no, it makes sense. You know? <laughs> but so I used to backpack quite a bit and we would do like, you oh, know, cool. um, five mile camping trips, but sometimes we'd do like 10 or 12 miles in a day. And like, yeah, yeah. Dude, you you get in a groove when you're walking and like, yeah. it's just so hypnotic and so rhythmic. But then like all of a sudden you hit this point where like, I mean, you just kind of clear out the bullshit in your mind that's that's taking over and a lot of it doesn't matter and you start really focusing in on the moment and like your breathing and your pace and it's almost like a form of meditation in my opinion getting out and hiking yeah. and doing that stuff especially if you're by yourself. So, um, yeah, you know, absolutely. I I think that in itself is, you know, you're saying you're not being productive, you're going hiking. I think that's extremely mentally healthy and productive. Um, it's something that I miss cuz I'm in the city uh, now I live in Gardena. Uh, California and there are no mountains yeah. near me. Um, I can go yeah. up to Palos Verdes and do a little hike, but I'm hiking through the backyards of the rich and famous. Um, and so right. you're not really like alone. You're being bombarded with all sorts of like random people riding horses and people with llamas and ostriches and peacocks and shit uh, in their backyards. Um, so it's not the yeah, same I've thing. Probably, I've probably ran into 20 people in, you know, a hundred and, 50 miles of hiking. Or That's awesome. So. That's awesome. You're being productive. Give yourself some credit. <laughs> well, okay. I'm not productive musically. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Well, fair enough. It happens. Yeah. Um, all right. Rounding out this block of music, uh, all the way from Israel. This is free Sergio with blood tainted pen. <laughs>
Tainted pen from the newest LP Arrows. Uh, that quartet, Bob. Quartet. That's four, not three. This quartet is from Israel. Yeah, they're, they're a really interesting three piece. Music. I don't know how they pulled that off. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say the one fact I know is that it's a three piece. Uh, yeah, some melodic hardcore just to round out that little block of music there. Always good. Um, and it's always good to have bands from other countries. I can't believe we had this many from America. Yeah, Such that doesn't bummer. happen ever. No, it's really weird. I got to looking at it, and it just... It, it is what it is. I wasn't going to do the whole layout again just to add in some more, uh, I don't know, international flavor. We'll get to it next episode, I'm sure. Sure will. It happens. It's no favoritism on my part. It's just coincidence. That's all. Get off my back. I know. You're not on my back, Bob. You just look very judgmental. <laughs> um, so what are we going to do next episode, Bob? Um, I don't know. I was going to get back to you with a little bit of a fact check um, about the Feeney band, but I'm looking at them right now, and it looks like they got four on there. So maybe their first album was a three-piece, or maybe mm. when I uh, yeah. read about them earlier, they had only introduced the three members by the time I stopped reading and came in to do the podcast with you. Sometimes Bob likes to try and fact check me and it usually doesn't work out. Well, you just said to fact well. check, you know, earlier and figure it out and I'm willing to admit I'm wrong. Don't give me yeah, shit you, for for you, admitting you I was wrong. You do it often. You do it very often. Uh, um, what about let's you? Get, um, what? what? Oh, I was going to say let's get Jay on for the next episode. Yeah, we could try. Yeah, try or we could get um, Jenna Enemy back. I think that'd be fun too. Somebody. We'll see. Yep. What about you, Chris? What are you doing other than hiking? Uh, what are we going to do that's going to make you more productive? We well, find something. Ultimately, we, in theory, could maybe start having band rehearsal again soon. And 
then we will um, finish this Boss's Daughter record that we're working on. That's my number okay. one goal right now, is to get that recorded and ready to share with people. I'm I'm ready to have you share it with me, even if it's <laughs> early. <laughs> you can send it to me. Well, it's not recorded yet, so we got no. demos, but yeah. yeah. Um, and what about like just like while you're at home? What are you gonna do? Uh, sleep. I've been sleeping a lot. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's good. That's uh. I guess that's healthy. I you always need to get yeah, to sleep. I have slept more in the past two months than I have. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I'm getting like yeah. nine or ten hours a night, but I feel fucking great. Every day I feel yeah. amazing. Dude. So, My, uh, <coughs> I get to sleep like an extra half hour I don't because I don't have to commute. But yeah. my life really hasn't changed that much. Uh, I've right. been averaging a wake up of about 4 p.m. every day. <laughs> he just got up to do this podcast. Right. I, I did. Yeah. That's my time I get off most days. So yeah. you're living you're living my dream. Um, all right. Well, let's round this fucker out. Uh, Chris, thanks for joining us, man. It was really good to see you, even though now Fuck you're yeah. dark. I can't really see you anymore. Yeah, it got a little dark in here. Yeah, when there was no. light, it was so great to see you. Uh, yeah, the sun's looking going Looking hairy away. as ever. I can't wait to see you again in person whenever your uh, things open up and you get back on the road. Uh, yeah. If anybody wants to keep up with Chris, make sure you follow him on all the social media things. Chris Fox, Boss's Daughter, Vampirates. Um you're really good at social media and keeping up your, your tour schedule. So it makes it a lot easier for us. Uh, fans right now I have one, it. one confirmed show and that is fest. Awesome. It's, well, it's the weirdest feeling in the world to just be like, look at all this empty time. Yeah. You don't need a spreadsheet it's this year. My friend really, it's really weird. Technically it's I hopefully three we, confirmed we will shows. get to tour. Well, that's, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. Technically, technically, <laughs> You and your yeah. threes, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, everybody, um, I want you to uh, stay safe, of course, as always. Um, but especially you, Mr. Fox. I, I always, the highlight of my year is whenever you roll through whatever city I'm living in at that time. So Hell yeah. Uh, It'll happen. Uh, Don't worry. I hope to see you again soon. And if I can help book you guys here or anything, let me know. I know people. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. For now, let's go ahead and put a bow on episode 21. Uh, we're going to close this one out with one of my favorite uh, bands of all time. I don't know. Probably my top 50. Definitely one of my top three or four folk bands, uh, folk punk bands. Uh, this is Rent Strike. Uh, these guys are out of Michigan, uh, Lansing, Michigan, to be exact. The track is from the new... Uh, EP Burn It All. I've uh, been doing a lot of live streams, these guys have, uh, there on the um, aforementioned uh, Coping with Dystopia. Uh, so definitely check that out. It's always good to see the uh, live performances whenever you can. So we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. This is Rent Strike with They Live. Until next time, comrades, stay safe. Adios. <laughs> There's a movie theater that's behind my eyes And the people in the audience, they talk all the time And maybe when I'm older, I'll understand why the film keeps on rolling Rolling on by And I look
look at all the billboards and I feel so good Standing tall over the old neighborhood You gotta buy in someday Hey, what do you expect? You say fuck it for long enough And it's gonna start finding ways of fucking you back Fucking scream! 